This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. We are at the Liveberg Studio. Check them out, livebergstudio.com. Our producer Ben Stonium is here. However you're enjoying the show, whether it's YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, big show this week, John. Big show. We secured an exclusive interview with one of the creators of something that really took off this weekend, Mm. Uh, a dude wearing a nude Ben number two jersey. That's right. You heard it. Two words for you. Jersey number two, nude Ben. Nude Ben. So we're going to get to the bottom of what the nude Ben craze from Sunday was all about. And it is, it's crazy, and I think people are really going to appreciate what our good friend Mayor Mike had to say is a, a drinking buddy of mine and a, a hopeful, um, hopefully one day, local elected official. So stay tuned for that. We'll have Mike on a little bit later in the program. I guess let's jump right into it. It's over. It's over. It's over. They were two and six. They finished nine and eight. I think it's an accomplishment from where they were. Everyone seems okay. I don't know. I listen to a lot of sports talk radio. I would not say that, but yeah. I feel because I'm not an outrage merchant. Mm-hmm. I don't deal in the buying and selling of manufactured outrage. Yeah, I'm at peace with the season. I think I am too. I mean, I've always subscribed. I feel like that's like there are no moral victories. Look, we played <laughs> seventeen meaningful games, and I think for me, that's what it ultimately comes down to. I said at the beginning of the year, I want to be entertained. You know, sure there were desperate moments, there were dark moments, but every game did mean something. And how many NFL franchises can say that? Right? I forget the stat, but there's only been. One season, one game or something that that's been played in the last I don't know how many ever years with the Steelers where they were eliminated from contention completely. Yeah, before the final game of the season. Yeah, and look, th- it was a spiritual journey. We came out, we beat the Bengals. Oh my God, we're the greatest team ever, and we went on a terrible, terrible skid. Mm-hmm. At two and six, our faith was tested. Right, that was the moment where it's either look. Head west or stay here, hunker down. Tomlin's going to lead us to respectability, and that's what we got. Yeah. At the end of the day, we split with the division. We didn't get swept by any losers, and that's not to say we didn't lose to some terrible teams. Mm. Take a look at the New York Jets, who rat us in the final game of the season. It had to be Flacco. Yeah, I w- like he's like a human shark. I talked about Matt Ryan in that game where I was just like, he just looks tired. Like, Flacco's like the opposite. Flacco's like, I could do this for another seven. I'm in better shape than I was in 2012, and we won the Super Bowl that year. He can't get a haircut. He can't get, he just like, he just, 
And why would they play him? <laughs> what what was to be gained by playing Joe Flacco in that game? I don't know. They well, everyone was hurt, right? They're sending Zach Wilson a message that you suck and you having sexual intercourse with everyone on the team's mom is no longer novel and cute, though extremely admirable. Right. Robert Sala's like, look, I want to know, I want you to know if I were a young man, like you said, that's exactly what I would be doing. You're wise beyond your ears. And that being said, you can't read a defense for shit. I'm going to sit your ass on the bench. Okay. So keep, keep doing that stuff off the field. We love that. That's great. Maybe take the do rag off. Yeah. <laughs> it angers people. The sleeve. Not a good look. You kind of you look like a sentient doll. It's ready to kill people. You have a punchable face. I'm just going to come out and say it. Right. Now that all that being said, which it was. Get your shit together, okay? Uh and then of course Mike White, who is like one of those quarterbacks that materializes out of nowhere. You have no idea where he's from or like how old he is. He's or, an AI. Right. Like, <laughs> and people love him apparently. So Flacco had to start, but the Mike White ribs thing. You know, there is there's a rumor that he had an elective surgery so he mm. could quote, and I'm quoting Mike Florio here, do the Manson thing. Do the Manson thing, which we all know. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, yeah, Flacco, I think that was probably his last game. Oh, no. You haven't seen the last of him. Really? He's going to start for somebody next year in a spot start, don't you think? He hasn't put on any weight. Play a game for the Raiders. He can still throw it deep and try to draw a P.I., which I thought would be like the pillar of a Jets victory on Sunday. So I was at the game, and I'll say it was pretty crazy to be involved in a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets chant Mm. in full steel of regalia sitting in section 143 (laughs) among other Steeler fans to chant that to a team a thousand miles away in Miami was it was insane. People waving the jerk rag, the Jets jerk the jet, rag. The famed Jets jerk rag. It's all starched and hard to wave. Mm-hmm. It's not really even spinning that right. much. Because that Browns O-lineman was senselessly injured with the season mm. like out of reach. Right. Some 71 hurt his knee really bad. And it was a sad moment because he was playing for nothing. It's like that moment was when uh. people are on their phones like, the Jets blew it, 9-6, Miami, uh, it's over. And this guy, and this poor guy. And this poor guy's yeah. hurt, and look, Highsmith's on a knee out there. Yeah. You know what, though? The Steelers went out there, they took care of business, and there was a fair share of adversity in the beginning of the Steelers-Browns game as they marched down the field. Mm-hmm. And my fiancé turned to me and said, wow, a first drive touchdown? When's the last time the Steelers did that? Oh. And then Najee went over the top and lost the ball. The women in your life. That's like your mother calling you at the half at halftime of that one game. I'm going moment. to bed. Yeah. They've got it. it. Stop it. <laughs> Ladies. We gotta give out our Smash Dick Full Bush play of the game. Smash Dick Full Bush. Oh my god. Mm. That's something I'm really gonna miss as we enter the off season. Just gonna have to find ways to work it into everyday life. <laughs> Our smash dick full bush play of the game, John confronted a person that cut him off 17 miles away at a gas station. Mm. Followed him there. Passive aggressively, <laughs> not responding to an email. Yeah. You know? Right. Our smash dick full bush play of the game. And it's really a few plays. It goes to Larry Ogunjobi. Mm. The first one, 
John, that I want to mention, the first play that he made, and I don't know if this came through on the broadcast, and I actually feel like a bit of an ass saying that because I was like, where I was positioned, I was like behind the Browns' offense going towards the closed end zone. Okay. So it's like when um, they show the drone footage like behind the play and all the nerds on Twitter are like, I actually prefer that view because uh, I play a lot of Madden and like that really speaks to me. Like I'm able to see the route tree. It's like no. first off, you suck. Yeah, I did. I did not see you at Turkey Bowl ever ten years ago when it was cool to go, and I definitely haven't seen you since. Shut up. Right. With that in mind, I was back there and there was a moment where they were setting up a screen pass and like Deshaun Watson did the like injured animal. He's like, come and get me. No one's over here. Right. The Kevin McAllister, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, chase me down the basement and step on a nail. Yeah. They were setting up the screen. So Larry Ogunjobi, like, looks at him, and he's like, hell no. And he just went and covered Nick Chubb, and then the other linebackers, like, got to yeah. Deshaun Watson and accounted for one of the seven sacks, which was great. And I know you have another Larry Ogunjobi moment that you liked from the weekend. I love, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but to get away with that face mask <laughs> was pretty awesome. Well, that was the make good no call. Because of the, that way, did because it? of the Cam Hayward yeah. roughing the passer. But yeah, I, I love I love to see that. I'm like, yeah. But I'll tell you, all the Browns fans that shared the still shot of that, he had his face mask. It was open. It was an open field. <laughs> I don't know how nobody saw that. He had it. Yeah, yeah. that was uh, pretty blatant. Oof. So congratulations, Larry Ogunjobi, on our smash dick full bush play of the game. And Larry, I know you're listening. I'd love for you to come back. He's going to be a Raven. He's got to play for every di- team in the division, right? Oh, he is one away. He's the Aaron Asham of the yeah. AFC North. And Larry, yeah, don't chase that foolish dream. Don't do it, Larry. Don't do it. Come on, come on back. Come on, you're the you were the you were the Week 18 Smash Dick Fullbush Player of the Game, and you're going to give it all up. You're going to tarnish the legacy. Of we'll that, have you on the show. <laughs> all right, I'm wearing my SDFB shirt. My smash dick full bush football shirt. And you can get one to Pittsburgh Clothing Company, the little sickos over there, the sick freaks, creative as they are, like talented woodland woodland nymphs. Yeah. They make them. They're talking the about the that, shirts? Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? They came up with this genius design. Check them out. Get yourself one. PGHclothing.com slash SDFB. And, John, before we get into more football stuff, I want to go over some things that I found. One of the most confusing places on the internet locally. And of course, I'm talking about r slash Pittsburgh on Reddit. There is a place that exists. A place on the Pittsburgh internet where logic goes to die. Where the Immaculate Reception never happened. Where Bubby Brister is actually in the Hall of Fame. Where every post is batshit insane. It's time to enter the Red Zone. All right, so on r slash Pittsburgh, on Pittsburgh Reddit, there's a thread of local conspiracy theories. So it's just, it's an open-ended question. What are your local conspiracy theories? And they've done this a few times on the local Reddit. They do this in other cities, too. You know, there are no new ideas anymore. So anyway, uh, as people are sharing them, I just wanted to to pick out a couple choice nugs here for you. The rivers are actually clean. The so-called pollution are advanced minerals for cleaning and promoting a healthy ecosystem. And I'm like, well, that's crazy. That's just like something someone made up. And then someone, the next poster says, I was told this while on a Just Ducky tour. 
the guide told us the water is drinkable. Yeah, I would like to believe that one. Oh, it'd be great to believe. But as you know, and I think I've t- talked about this on this podcast before, I was a camp kid. My mom just dropped me off at whatever camp she could random find. Random-ass camps. I went to random-ass river camp, and I remember testing the pH of the water, and I don't remember what I got, but I remember them being like, don't drink the water. Yes. <laughs> you know? Like, that was a clear instruction. And that wasn't in, like, 1958. That yeah. was, like, in the year 2000. Yeah. So, so. it hasn't... I can't imagine it's improved. Also, I drink at a bar with uh, a guy who works at Alcasan, and uh, I was like, "So, so how bad is it, man?" And he's like, "I'll tell you this: if it rains, don't go anywhere goddamn near the river." Yep. I'm like, "Oh, that's good to know." Yeah. All right. So the top post on the entire thread is Ben dying in the crash is my favorite. It's so silly. This one is that Ben Roethlisberger actually died in that motorcycle accident. Oh, it's like the Paul McCartney thing. And then has was replaced by some other random guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That's my favorite one so far. So to imagine that happening to a guy who is, like, bouncing at a bar, uh, like, you look enough like Ben Roethlisberger, like, Art Rooney the second is there. Tomlin's there. Like, right, they bring him in. We need to keep this. We need to keep this lie alive. Yeah. It would, be, it would devastate the city. He just won the Super Bowl because it was coming off the Super Bowl right. 40 year. And if you look at those pictures, I mean, Roethlisberger. Well, and this happened to Sid, too, when he caught that slap shot to the face. They look different. And it's sort of disturbing, but that's what makes the Roethlisberger thing. You're like, you know what? Mm, yeah. 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 That one's got legs. All right. And finally here, John, and Ben Stonium shared this with us uh, like a week ago. Ames is allegedly coming back. Finally. The local store, the local chain. This has been getting local news traction. They're like, Ames is coming back. But when you Google it, a lot of people are like, you know what? Ames isn't coming back. What? If you look at it at face value, it makes no sense. Yeah, like who's the parent company of Ames? Who's the Well like what is billionaire that came out of the woodwork that was like, We need that back. That logo was great. (laughs) Green like people said that they've scoured like the folks in the Ames announcement they like or whoever the quote unquote like PR person is yeah. for Ames and they're like this is just a random dude on LinkedIn. Yeah, so Yahoo says Ames department store says it's making a comeback in 2023, but some say it's a hoax. The retailer's website also notes that it's not secure in the URL bar. The latter isn't considered a positive indicator that a site is legitimate. So this is like not okay. And this is just some random-ass website out there that's like, Ames is coming back, baby! I want to keep digging on this, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All right, there was no shortage of weirdness at the game. I was down there. Good. I don't know. The last game of the season, you know the odds are stacked against you. The immediate future rests in the palm of the hapless New York Jets. So I saw a guy in a Michael Vick jersey, Steelers Mike Vick jersey. Steelers Mike Vick. Steelers Mike Vick jersey. Wasn't that like a weird fever dream of Pittsburgh? You forget that it happened. What year? I I couldn't tell you if that was 2012, 2015. 15 or 6-15. But it was very weird that time. And this dude was just smoking a cig in the middle of the concourse. Hell yeah. Just watching the TV. The game's over here. Not in line for anything. Right. Also, on the way in, saw a dude in a Baker Mayfield Rams jersey. Stop. 
Is that a troll move? What is that? Why are you here? Why are you here? Get the hell out of here is what I think. And also, and this guy, I think at the core of every hero Hmm. is a little bit of insanity. Like you got to be a little nuts to be a hero and step up. It's a fine line. When people really, really need it. And when I saw this man walking into the men's room wearing shorts... And open-toed sandals. Oh, yeah. There's one of those at every... Uh, at every yeah. <laughs> game. I thought, what the hell is wrong with that guy? Right. But then the more I sat with it, you know, as the Steelers are, are coming back to win, overcoming the seven-point deficit, mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? That guy changed my frame of mind. Just the boldness of it? or just he, he just put on... He, he put on a, a burden. He took some kind of cross like a kindred spirit like one of those mediums that like can take a terminal disease out of a cat okay you know michael clark duncan and the green mile is basically what this guy was wow so i tweeted that picture out someone on twitter responded he sits in my section has worn sandals to every single game for 10 plus years oh wow okay it's a lifelong commitment he couldn't have been at that raiders uh game right you have to lock him up in his own basement like yeah. a werewolf. Yeah. You know, like it's a full moon, like the day before. You have to, like, trick him yeah. to go, like, hey, we go grab that thing in the basement and then lock him in there until this is for your own good. Oh, God. There's an FM radio downstairs. <laughs> you will be able to listen to the game. Oh. I'm not going to be there when they cut off all of your toes. Wow. You can't do this, Steve. Hats off to him. Or Hats shoes, off. shoes off, I should say. <laughs> Dressed like he was going to a Buffett concert. Hell yeah. He was like in Siesta Keys, having fun. All right, and finally, just an extremely odd thing that took the internet by storm this mm. past weekend. You've seen the tweet. Everybody's talking. The number two jersey. I saw a number two jersey that I thought was far-fetched. I didn't, I didn't think I would see it. The number two Michael Vick jersey. This number two jersey blew the Steelers' Mike Vick jersey out of the water. Of course, I'm talking about number two, Nude Ben. So I saw that on Twitter, and I was like, man, we have to get to the bottom of this. So fortunately, John, in situations like this, I have a long cultivated network of dudes that I've hung out in bars with. Oh, yeah. You've you've put in some time. I you've, appreciate it. You've worked on this. Thank you for saying that. I, I was able to track down one of, the, one of the creators of the Nude Ben craze, my buddy Mike Fannin, who I met like 10 years ago at Lot 17. Great guy. Great guy to have seven or eight sweltering pints with mayor mike but yeah one of the creators of the the tweet that took the steel city by storm and i I really think helped to kind of like oh we're not in the playoffs but hey what's up with this nude ben thing salve yeah for the, <laughs> it was a cooling for the wound. it was a cooling salve that we were able to put on a burn a little ben gay a little nude ben gay <laughs> Joining us now on the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast, Mike Fannin, Mayor Mike, as I like to call him. We'll get to that a little bit later. But, uh, Mike, it's been a red-letter week for you uh, when the nude Ben number 2 Steeler jerseys went viral. I guess I've got the same question everyone else does. What the hell, man? Yeah, it's been a wild week. Um you know, great, uh, great way to end the season for the Steelers, and an even better way to end the week for uh, new Ben fans around the world. <laughs> um, so, Everyone's talking uh, about it. 
So we can let's let's talk a little bit about the nude Ben Legend, and then I'll tell you the the story. Said uh, as as legend has it about nude Ben is that uh, there there was a story floating around. Who knows who started it um, about Mason Rudolph and his high school. I think it was his baby his junior year. Apparently had had lost a uh, state title game and was later caught um, caught on the field. Uh, 50 yard line, butt naked, smoking cigarettes, just throwing passes, you know, to kind of recover from the loss. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's the legend that's been um, floating around the stadium and, and bars across the, the North Shore and, and Strip District for the last couple of years. Um, I'm here today to set the record straight, though. That is uh, that is not the case. Uh, <laughs> the story is is much much uh much less dramatic um it uh, basically boils down to a bunch of very um aggressively obnoxious yenzer football guys Steeler fans through and through um that uh that randomly made a, a comment about um a backup quarterback being the new ben a friend misheard it and called him the nude ben and um, what do you do when your friends mess up uh, their words? You order 10, uh, 10 jerseys with that nameplate on the back. So we did, we did what yes. anybody would do. We were there to support our backup, our buddy Mason Rudolph. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been a, uh, the speculation and confusion surrounding the new Ben jersey. Um, it, it's, been the, it's been the most entertaining 24 hours of my life, man. It's been hilarious. Yeah, there's a, there's about ten of us uh, nude benners. Um, you know, we like to get them get them into the stadium when we can. We like to show up as a group when we can, and uh, it all started with um, us showing up and just making up random stories about how we came up with that or how it came about, as opposed to just uh, um, informing people that it was just some dumb inside joke. And um, couldn't be happier that we did that. They know they don't even quite. Whenever we were telling that story about the. Uh, high school thing they wouldn't even question it they'd just be like oh man that's crazy and walk away so it was uh, <laughs> it was one of my one of my favorite parts is it's it was there was never never a doubt in anybody's mind because why why would why would anybody just randomly make a nude ben jersey i like the idea of people hearing that story and being like you know maybe mason rudolph and i have more in common than i thought <laughs> i like him more already right <laughs> i think we should resign him <laughs> yeah so mike Mason Rudolph now is he's a UFA, he's an unrestricted free agent. Mm. The possibility that Nude Ben next year could be on another team looms pretty large. What do you think and what does that do for Nude Ben Nation? Ah oh, man, you know, I think I think I, I speak on behalf of a lot of Steeler fans. We'd be really heart heartbroken to see him go. Um <laughs> So you know, I hope he sticks around. Uh, it's a it's a shame these didn't take off uh, week one because then we would have had you know a nice a nice run through the season to really uh, really grow the um, grow the nude Ben fan base. Um, but uh, I like to think that wherever he ends up, there's going to be a group of idiots in that town that catch wind of this, and uh, we get uh, we start taking the nude Ben show on the road a little bit. Start seeing him Ooh. pop up in some other stadiums, other cities. Like the traveling Yagers in the NHL, the dudes that wear the dress like Yager with the mullet and wear all the jerseys of the teams that he's played for. I think that nude Ben nameplate is going to look good in any color scheme. So it really doesn't <laughs> matter where he ends up; it's going to look great on a jersey. 
So, you know, that's, uh, that's, I know we're excited about it. I got to imagine Mason's excited about it. Um, just knowing the, uh, the fun loving, uh, goofball he is. Um, so yeah, excited to see, uh, excited to see where this goes now real quick. If you don't mind, um, the gentleman in, in the picture, that's, that's one of my best pals, Spike. And I told him I was, I was coming on the show today and I did want to mention that is uh, he's at Scotty Pots and Pans on Instagram. He's 35. He's single. He's 28 on Tinder. We won't get into that. Um, <laughs> but uh, he said he's a he's a generous lover, and he's not afraid to be a stepfather or the father that steps up. And I think that's important mm-hmm. um, to note here. And I want you to know that his DMs are open. Um, so all the millions of ladies listening in right now. Feel free to uh, reach out to Scotty Pots and Pans on Instagram. I love the plug, and I gotta say, I You're love a good friend. I love Spike's commitment to the bit, and I appreciate you <laughs> going to bat for him here. I love it. I love it. Well, last thing before we let you go, Mike. Um, Mason probably loves this, right? Like Mason, <laughs> certainly this has come across his feed or his purview at some point. Do you think? God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Fortunately, uh, one, one of our friends is, a, is an attorney and uh, I basically was like, how much trouble can we really get in for this? And he's, his, uh, his professional advice was, well, just hope Mason has a sense of humor. So that made me feel nice, nice and uh, warm and cozy inside. But if, if he's listening right now, Mason, have your people reach out to the nude Ben people. We'd love to get you a jersey. Why wouldn't Mason want one? Put to, that in the man cave? To yeah. commemorate his... His uh, illustrious time in the Steel City. All right, brother. Hey, thanks so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Uh, huge and fan, guys. I think you're hilarious. Keep up the great work. Smash dick full bush, guys. Hey, you're the man, Hell Mike. Hell yeah. All right, Mike. Talk All to you right, soon, my man. Take care, fellas. Thank you. See ya. Huge shout out to Mayor Mike for thank you for coming through on that. That's so great. And I really, you've got to appreciate his commitment and the commitment of his buddies to three years deep on this gag mm-hmm. just wearing the nude Ben jerseys and the legend can grow and hopefully as our dear friend Mason Rudolph grows wherever he goes and grows if Mason Rudolph were to take some kind of you know uh, if he were to take offense to this mm. it would be like the Streisand effect or Mason Rudolph right. suing or like taking legal action, sending a cease and desist to the nude Ben crew Ooh. would just like people would like the eyes of the yeah. sports world would turn. Mason Rudolph's <laughs> at Houston Texans training camp, and they're like, and he's like, well, what, what happened was I I was in high school, and they're like, what? We were asking about your co- competition with Davis Mills. Look, I'm not nude Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not him. Drop it. Stuttering Stanley. Stuttering Stanley. <laughs> All right. Moving on now. There was a really cool and fun Deontay Johnson tweet, John. Ain't going to say too much, but stay tuned. 100 emoji. What does that mean? What could that mean? So he's under contract. He's due to make another $18 million. And I'll tell you what. He didn't have a great, he didn't have a spectacular game on Sunday. I'm a Deontay guy, so this is hard. I like Deontay Johnson, too. He it, gets open. He gets a open. lot. He gets open. He gets open a lot. Sure, he sometimes drops the ball. And, yeah, does he run backwards 
for way sure. too often. For sure. Of course. But he gets open, and from what everyone says, that's the hard part. That's what, yeah, that's Like, everyone so says the yeah. hard part yeah. is to get open. Yeah. He had over 80 catches, and no touchdowns, and 860 yards. <laughs> it's an impressively dubious statistic. Yeah. Does he think he's going to get traded to the dumbass Cardinals? Are we going to get a first-round pick from the dumbass Cardinals for Deontay Johnson? I think that's possible. Or maybe he's just, like, going on vacation and he's real excited about it. <laughs> you know, or, like, he's like he's about to get a new car. The first annual 2023 Deontay Johnson uh, fishing excursion. Right. Have you ever tweeted anything like that in your life? Anything cryptic like that? Yeah. I mean, no one cares. You should start doing that. I want to. I want you to start teasing, because you're. <laughs> I'm whatever, but my co-host is a great follow on Twitter. He'll give you content that you need that you didn't even know you needed on a Tuesday night. It's great. I tweet the great. dumb things so that you don't have to. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I say. Love it. Look, the Cardinals did give up a first for Hollywood Brown last year. How about this? The announcement is super late to the party. Deontay Johnson crypto nft Ooh, I knew thing you were gonna say that <laughs> yeah right it's like deontay johnson's like we've seen people like the board ape thing was a smash hit mm -hmm. him talking to like the crooked money guy that he works with right now what if we made everybody like into a turtle of some kind and the guy's like deontay i don't say this all the time it's a brilliant idea that's very smart. You're thinking with your head. I like that. That's why I wanted to work with you. Right. It had nothing to do with the 18 million, regardless of what anyone says. It's your brain is the most powerful commodity the Steelers have right now. I want you to know that. Or he's getting together with K Jewelers to create the <laughs> Open Hands collection. <laughs> right? That was That's cool. a million dollars. That's way better than the NFT thing. Deontay, I know that you're listening. I know that you and Larry O, you like to get together right. at one of the satellite permanis like the moon permanis right. and like catch the show catch up on the show so please let us know we would like to kind of steward you into the world of fine jewelry yeah we'll help you i'm hoping that he's gonna be like part owner of a defunct department store that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah maybe he's wow, the ben ames Stone. guy yeah yes. ben stonium says that perhaps he is the he's the money guy behind ames right it all makes sense. It's all we've we've come full circle here. Before we get out of here, I just want to I want to touch base on uh, the idea that Tomlin and the Steelers should have tanked. I have not been able to to listen to you know more than like twelve consecutive minutes of sports talk radio, mm -hmm. and not because like there's better stuff out there. It's like I just drive around in silence or listen right. to music. Right. You know what? Like let's 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 just go with the, the idea for a second. I agree. Tomlin and a team of grown professional men should have intentionally lost games. What could go wrong? You leave yourself open for criticism and potentially get fired. It worked for the Browns. Do bad, draft high, and then get fourth in the AFC North. It's a simple formula. It's a winning formula. It's 4D chess, John. Mm. I think it's such a funny thing. You know, at the end of the day, this is someone's job. I don't think you and me ever even felt that for a second, that, that that was a good idea. You can run the tape. And I think having no losing seasons in 15 years is the byproduct of having a great coach. I like it. So suck on that. Mm. And if I'm wrong, we'll all be dead soon anyway. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for the show. If you want to connect with us, 
Do it by email, untitledpittsburgh at gmail.com, or do it over the phone where you can leave a message or text 412-368-6375. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So we are asking you, for the first time ever, on the 20th episode of the Untitled Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Sports Comedy Podcast, we're asking you to click like. We're asking you to rate us. Leave us a little review. Write us a little yeah, dirty note. A little blurb. Thanks to Liveberg. Check them out, livebergstudios.com. And huge shout-out to our producer, Ben Stoney, for making the trip up here to Glenshaw. It's the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.